0: Welcome to Spiritual Grit, the podcast where we talk real talk about spirituality through the lens of activism and social justice. What happens when activism and spiritual practices collide? What sparks of change call for the grit we need to create meaningful strides in social justice? I'm your host, Leslie Ann Hobayan, poet, priestess, activist, professor, hip hop dancer, and badass mama. Join me as we dive in to learn more about our deepest selves so that we can be better ancestors to create a stellar world for our descendants. Grab your dancing shoes and let's get groovy with the grit right now. Hello my friends, welcome to another episode of Spiritual Grit, yes, Gritty Grit Grit. How are you on this fantastic day? I hope wherever you are in this moment, while you're listening, that you can experience some sense of beautifulness, fantasticness, just joy and deep, deep gratitude. And if you're stuck in the muck somewhere, wherever you are, and you're feeling like, lady, I don't wanna hear your cheerful, joyful, blah, 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 (laughs) because it happens. We have those moods. I have those moods. Just take a deep breath. Just take a pause. Close the eyes if you can. If you're driving, don't do that. But if you are listening, just take a deep breath right now. Inhale through the nose and exhale. I'm telling you, the magic of a full breath, full, deep, cleansing breath is magic i mean i tell my kids to do that too all the time i mean they roll their eyes you know they're teenagers so what are you gonna do but they do it you know i you know when they're when they're overwhelmed when they get stressed i say wait just stop just stop right now it just takes what two three seconds you know what is that in the bigger picture of things take a deep breath ready close the eyes inhale maybe just hold it for a moment Feel the silence, feel that held breath in the body, nourishing it, and then exhale, (sighs) and just let all that tension out with that out breath. Oh, yeah, just feel that that stuck energy, that heavy energy, that blah, blah, the overwhelm, the anxiety, all that, like, blah energy. Let it out with that out breath. Just exhale out the mouth, (sighs) Oh, it feels good. It's also very, not just cleansing, but clearing. Like you get, you get so clear in the mind, you get centered, you feel grounded. It's just freaking awesome. Ooh. Okay, my friends, my friends, my friends. So as you know, I've been turning to the tarot for um, our podcast episode opener. And, um, and so I'm pulling a card from the, oh, the light deck. And I've I've been having I've been having trouble with the shuffling of my deck lately. I don't know what it is. I think um, I don't know. Maybe maybe the deck is telling me that I need to uh, be more present with them and take more care in handling them. You know, I I'm doing um, an event this weekend and. I'm going to be doing some tarot readings at a yoga studio who's celebrating their 12th anniversary and at the time of this recording it will be after the fact so i would advertise it but y'all aren't gonna hear this recording until after the event um but yeah so this event i'll be i'll be doing some tarot card readings and i'm wondering how my shuffling is going to be <laughs> when I do it we'll see we'll see how it goes Um, and so today I want to pull a card forward so we can start our topic for um, this episode and I'm not gonna lie uh, I did pull a card prior to hitting record and it was the four pentacles and I was like oh this is this is pretty but now I just reshuffled And I pulled the major Arcana card strength and so I just want to read strength um, as our card for today I'll say a little bit about four Pentacles maybe a little bit later but for strength we have courage calmness quiet strength influence graceful leadership gifted healer purity of thought and heart spiritual matters compassion and sometimes lust or animal instinct So that's very interesting. So let me describe the card. Um, With the Light Series Tarot, the the artwork is always so beautiful, which is why this is one of my favorite decks. And for those who are dabbling and are curious about tarot decks and how you pick one, my guideline, I mean, my rule of thumb is you have to love the artwork. It has to connect with you or speak to you. And if it doesn't, then, you know, move on. There are so many to choose from, almost too many. I'm, I've been eyeing this one deck that um, I'm like, hmm, am I gonna get another? Because the artwork is gorgeous. It's all sparkly and like very fairy and glittery and just like totally my vibe. But anyway, um, so the lights here is Tarot by Chris Ann. The the artwork is just it's just gorgeous. You'll have to Google it and and see. Um, but it is uh, for the strength card. It is um, an image of a young woman who is dressed in a white sundress strapped sundress almost like a tank top kind of top uh, with a little lamb at her side and she has her left arm raised up over her head and then just the forearm just kind of draped over the top of her head Um, and she has the infinity symbol tattooed on her forearm and her face is very interesting it's half woman and then the other half is a lion uh, a lioness with gorgeous hair you know on both sides of the face Um, and then she is wearing a pendant uh, in the shape of a heart that is around the um, actually the solar plexus more than the heart center so I think that's interesting Um, so I will read what the guidebook says and we will continue from there be brave sweet seer embody your light and shine courageously in the face of danger or uncertainty Step into patience and fierce serenity as you exert your graceful influence for the greater good. There is great fortitude in your calm heart and a gentle demeanor will not be mistaken for weakness when you share your gift of relentless love with the world. Allow confidence and composure to guide you toward your desires without the use of excessive force or aggression. Mm. Mindful awareness will be much more useful than rigid control right now. Oh, love that this card reminds you to stand strong in your beliefs and desires and to remain steady as you bring compassion to your current situation you are powerful and your purity of heart will be a beacon of strength and inspiration to those around you and the mantra that comes with this card is I deliberately bring my compassion and strength forward and I use them for good now what I love about this card is this idea of strength that is not forced that it is much more in tune with flow with being who you truly are um this this sentence is what really caught my attention is mindful awareness will be much more useful than rigid control right now now how many of us want to control things you know how many how many of us think that when it comes to strength that we um can sort of force our way into it, that we can force what we want to happen into it. How many of you have tried to force things and then the result ends up just being a disaster? It's just like, oh, why did I do that? You know, like you push so hard, you push so hard and the result ends up being less than stellar. Um, I'm trying to think of an example and it's funny as I'm thinking and talking and I'm like I can't think of an example because my whole life has been like so many examples like forcing something that really wasn't in flow I wanted I want to give an example but nothing's coming to mind because more often than not these days I feel very much in flow or if the result is not what I desire I see it as information for what the next step is going to be so when things don't go the way that i would like or the way that i expect my reaction now is not a reaction it's a response it's what can i learn from this or what information am i getting from this so that when i move forward or when i try this again that the result will be different so it's just, it's just interesting, because I know, you know, maybe even just a year ago, I'd be all talking about like, rah, 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 you know, I tried to make this happen. Oh, here's an example. So let's talk about business. You know, I um I, I'm trying to, well, when I first started my, my business of healing, my healing business, there was a lot of excitement, you know, and I, when I first launched my very first membership, Um, called Empowered Empaths. I was so excited. I did all the things. It was so exciting. It was so great. I got people to come to my free workshop. It was like, you know, when you do something for the first time, ignorance is bliss. It's like you have no expectations. You're so excited. You're like, yes, this is so fun, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and you don't know what you don't know, right? So when I, when I led my first free workshop, I was like, all right, this is so great. Everyone was into it. This is awesome. And then I was like, oh, here are the next steps. And I um, I tried to sell my membership and the way I think in which I did it was done out of pressure out of stress and anxiety on my part energetically where I was like god I really want these people to sign up let's try to convince them to sign up how can we convince them it's it's like goes back to that sort of sleazy salesman kind of vibe right and you know so The result was not all, I think I had like 15 or 18 people um, sign up. Maybe it was more. It was like 33 people. I don't know. It was a lot of people. Um, I think it was like 30 people came and um, a lot of people for me. I know there's some people out there who are like 30 is nothing, whatever. But, you know, I was just starting out and it was my first, my first gathering Um, and only three people signed up. And I was a little disappointed because I was like, oh, all these people were so excited to hop into my, into my membership. I mean, they were so excited to be in the space, not to hop into my membership, I take that back. They were so excited to be in my space. They were very excited and learned a lot from what I offered. And because I didn't know a whole lot about transitioning from a free event into a paid experience, um, I was working out of a scarcity mindset and, and sort of panic. And so I was forcing, trying to force things. I was trying to reach, you know, I was like, can, I was like, you know, you want to sign up for this because it'll be so great because it'll be more of this. And don't you want that? And and so that energy, no matter what words I had, right, no matter what script I might have had, you know, even if I had all the right words, energetically, I was coming from a place of scarcity that, My participants could sense it. They may not have been conscious about it, you know, aware of it, but energetically, we all can pick up stuff, right? You know, when there's a bad vibe. You know, when someone walks in the room and you're like, Ooh, I'm not going to go near that person. They got a bad vibe. Everyone can pick up energy. And so my energy was that of scarcity. And that is likely why folks did not sign up because they didn't feel good about it. You know, they didn't feel the abundance that I had offered in the free experience and so lesson learned don't force it <laughs> you know I mean my three members in that membership fantastic time with them they loved love the membership it was amazing we had a good time and um, and yeah but then but then I closed that membership because I felt called to um, serve a different um, a different audience a different demographic and, and so, you know, trial and error, right? So thinking about how I forced my energy because I was like, if I don't get these people into my membership, how am I going to pay my bills? You know, how am I going to um, pay this thing or that thing? Like it was all about money and it really wasn't about an idea of, inviting them to invest in what experience I had to offer, because I wasn't trusting what I could offer. Um, I wasn't trusting the, the containers that I create, the space that I hold. It took a while. It took, it took a while for me to continue to do this kind of work of holding sacred space, um, of helping folks through healing journeys, for me to finally trust in myself and finally understand, yes, you know what? I can do this and I am, I am, I'm really awesome at this. Um, and I deserve to be compensated for it because I've lived, I have lived experience. I have formal training. I have all of this knowledge, this embodied knowledge that I've acquired over the years, over decades that um, offers almost like a shortcut. <laughs> not not really a shortcut, but offers folks the knowledge that they need without having to go through 20 plus 25 years of life experiences. Like I, I, what I've learned, I can I can offer it and say, "Here, try this. I tried it. Try this. Try that." And the healing journey can happen a little more quickly. At least, you know, more quickly than 25 years (laughs) but I have a caveat with that healing is a lifelong journey it's the progress of that healing that can actually be sped up um, when you work with someone like me Um, so this is where I have stepped into my strength because I have self-trust I can trust that I am full of gifts that support others and that those gifts are worth something. And I'm not talking about worth in terms of money, I'm talking about worth that it's valuable for someone, for me to offer myself as far as what my gifts are, my experiences, my knowledge, all the things. There is someone out there, probably more than a someone, many people out there who can benefit from who I am being who can grow and learn and expand and so that is the strength that I'm stepping into it's this it's this mindful awareness this flow of yes I am all the things that I need to be in order to be of service for everyone and the highest good of all um, and so how can you think about what your strengths are? And when, you know, we, I think about these personality quizzes, I guess they are. Um, I don't know if that's accurate. More of, okay, more of those corporate interview questions. Like, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? You know, those kinds of things. And my question is, like, what is your strength as far as when you are being you? Like truly you, unfiltered you, what gifts come forward? You know, who you're being, what gifts come forward? And it's sometimes not easy to answer because, you know, we think, okay, what's my strength? My strength is like, I'm well-organized. I am detail-oriented, you know, all that stuff. That's such corporate blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking more like, what is... What is your strength? For me, it's, I have this gift of deep listening. When I am in the zone, which is a lot of times, I can really listen and hear what people are saying when they talk to me. And I don't mean on the literal level, like I hear what people say when they're talking to me. But when people say words, often there is a subtext. There is an energy underneath it that's saying, like someone could just be like, hey, how are you? And they say to me, oh, I'm fine. Just like that, right? Oh, I'm fine. Well, no, you're not fine. Cause the tone of your voice, the body language, no, you're not fine. And so when they talk to me about whatever stories they're telling me about why they're really not fine, I can hear that and I can bear witness to that. And so I'm so good at that. I'm just telling you, I'm gonna toot my own horn right now. <laughs> I'm so good at that. So the strength that I have is that I can hold space and deeply listen. And reflect I'm a good mirror because when we talk about healing you know I I have um, coaching packages where I work with people one-on-one I have coaching clients one-on-one clients who are on healing journeys Um, and when we work together it's not about me telling people what to do to heal because when 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 if that happens with you then that's a red flag (laughs) because no one has your individual, very specific lived experience. What I do is I, I act as a mirror and I reflect back whatever it is that you are sharing. And then I invite questions. I invite deep inquiry into what it is that you are sharing and trying to get to the root of what it is that feels painful what it is that feels hurt because often our hurt places we don't know where they came from or why it hurts or any of that because it's so deep in our subconscious that it could have happened you know when we were really little or it could have happened you know when we were adults but often when we are hurt deeply through trauma or um, you know actual personal you know, injury to our, our human bodies, or if it has to do with like more social structures, when we are hurt in that deep way, our our system wants to protect us. And so we, we kind of like stuff it away somewhere. The body still knows, right? The body keeps the score. That That's the title of Bessel van der Kolk's book, which is so amazing. I highly recommend it to all of you to read it. Um, but the body remembers, you know, like the mind might not, the subconscious might hold that memory, but way deep down where you don't really know that it's there. So what I do is hold the space and ask questions to uncover these things. And then as we uncover the things that we're not aware of and they start to come forward, that's when you know it's ready to be released. You know, there are some people who who do healing work, whether it's, you know, different modalities, whether it's sound healing, meditation, sound healing experiences, or, um, breath work or, um, hypnosis or theta healing or whatever it is, you know, a lot of the, the unwanted feelings or the hurt feelings or whatever, they start to come to the surface and people are like, oh my God, no, no, I don't want this. This is bad. Like how do, I got to, you know, blah, but what we need to understand is when those things come to the surface, when they come to the forefront of our conscious mind, it means that it's ready to be released, to be like, just let out of our system. And then the healing can start, you know, where else is it going to go? You don't want to stuff it down deeper because there's not an exit on that side. (laughs) You know, it needs to come out through the subconscious, out of the body, out of the mind, out of the, out of the mouth, through rituals, through healing modalities, whatever it is. And so um, when things that are uncomfortable come up from the past or, or, you know, memories that were repressed suddenly appear, that's a sign that it's ready to be released. And so that's what we do. We just, we let it go. There are ways to do it, um, so many ways. We are all individuals and and there's so many different ways for us to do things. So that's why it's important for you to work with somebody who will ask you questions and allow you to be empowered in how you heal and in how you release things. You know, myself as a, a coach and a teacher, I am one who is here for you to offer the tools that you can try out. You know, um, it's almost like, I don't know if this is going to be a good analogy, but we'll see. It's almost like when you're a kid and you got like sports in front of you, let's just say you're athletic. We'll just make that presumption. And you've got different sports to choose from and you don't know which one is actually good. Like you try soccer, you're like, no, I don't like that because kicking a ball just doesn't do it for my body. But then, you know, then you're like, well, maybe I can try field hockey. You try field hockey, you're like, nah, holding a stick just doesn't feel good in my hands. And then you try basketball, and then you're dribbling the ball on the court and you're just like, "Yeah. This feels good. Like my hand likes palming that ball. I love the sound of the ball on the hardwood floors of the court. This is my sport, you know? And so that's sort of what I do is I offer these tools and I say, well, "Let's try this. Let's try that. What feels good? What's going to loosen up the the blocks? What's going to create some wiggle room in those tight areas?" And so that, my friends, is is my strength. And so with this card that comes forward, I'm, I'm inviting you to look within and ask yourself, what is your strength? And it and strength doesn't necessarily have to be so obvious. You know, I mean the card itself said quiet strength. So where are you strong quietly, if that if that makes sense? But also I invite you to step into your courage with. A calm to trust that whatever is going to unfold for you is in the interest of your growth and evolution. And it's not always rainbows and unicorns. No, you know, there are there are going to be moments of challenge. There might be some of you out there who are listening, they're like, girl, I've been listening and I've been challenged and I've been challenged and I'm challenged and I'm tired. I am freaking tired. And I will say, I hear you, I've been there. I've been there to the point of breaking where I'm just like, oh my God, how many lessons do I have to learn? How many times do I have to learn this lesson? Have I not learned this lesson? Why can't I learn this lesson? What is happening? I am just tired, I just wanna go to sleep. I just wanna sleep for a week, just wake me up when it's over, you know? Like, I feel you, I am with you on that, but I also want to encourage you to keep going. Do what you need to do to care for your body, you know, if it's to take a nap, to go to bed earlier, to soak in an Epsom salt bath, which I did last night, it was amazing, you know, whether it's just to like sit down for 15 minutes with a a cozy book, like maybe a romance novel. I read a romance novel like some months ago and I hadn't read one in a long time. I was like, wow, these are so fun to read, (laughs) you know, sit down, read a book with a cup of tea. And a bunch of blankets. Oh my God. Yeah. Just, you know, little moments to care for yourself as you move through whatever transitions are happening. You know, it's, it's, and if these transitions are happening, know that this is a good thing, that you are moving away from no, what no longer serves you. You're moving away from the stuckness and you're moving towards the you who is always, has always been you that's underneath all of these layers of BS. You are in transition and it's not gonna feel nice because if you think about the butterfly, I love the butterfly and I know it's an analogy that's used so many times, but I mean, think about it. You're a caterpillar, you're like this squishy, like, we'll talk about the monarch, okay? squishy black and yellow thing just sort of like crawling around. All you do is like loop 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 on a leaf. You eat leaves, you know, and then one day you're like, you know what? I'm feeling kind of tired. I'm gonna start making myself a cocoon. So then out of nowhere, you're you're spitting a cocoon around your body, right? Then you take a nap, you just hang out there. Pray that no um, you know, predator is gonna eat you. <laughs> right? You gotta hide yourself under the leaf. And then When you're in the cocoon, you turn to mush. Like your whole body turns into mush. Literally, the caterpillar turns into like this mushy mush stuff. And the cells of that caterpillar body get reorganized into an entirely different thing. I mean, I am always looking at the process of the butterfly. You like, just go look at some videos of how a monarch caterpillar turns into a butterfly, and you just watch the transformation it is like for me mind-boggling no matter how many times I look at it because I'm like how does this little crawly little squishy worm thing turn into a butterfly that has like thin spindly legs and antenna and these giant wings like really explain to me how that happens like scientifically okay you can explain to me but seriously you're just like one big blobby mush inside the cocoon right and it does not feel good Mm-mm. i've been there more than once <laughs> and it's not cool but trust that everything is happening as it should trust that the steps that you are moving through are getting you closer and closer to your divine self now if you're sitting around and not doing anything you might be sitting in the soup for a while if you're sitting around like, yeah, uh, she said, just trust. I'm just gonna sit here, in my cocoon, and wait for things to happen. Uh-uh, nothing's gonna happen. You're gonna stay in that cocoon forever. You're gonna feel mush forever. <laughs> no, it's about taking small steps towards realization of who you are, towards understanding what your life's purpose is, towards all of these little pieces that. We're seeing out in the world. You know, people talk about your divine truth. People talk about your life's purpose. People are talking about, you know, peeling away the layers of false selves. Like there's all these different kinds of conversations happening, but they're all little pieces of the bigger conversation, which is who are you? deep down inside who are you who is your most authentic self who is your divine self you know because there's a bunch of layers of conditioning that are on there we need to peel that away and as we peel it away it's going to get uncomfortable because your true self hasn't been out in the world since probably you were like one or two years old you know um so be kind to yourself little baby steps that's it just do 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 um so that is that is what I feel called to share with you today, to really lean into where you are in this moment, to find your strength, your gift that you can offer to the world and to yourself. Because it's not always about giving to others, giving to others, giving to others where then you are depleted. No, 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 no. It is about how can you serve yourself and others at the same time? You know, when I hold space for people, whether it's in a coaching call or sacred ritual. Oh, my God, I love sacred rituals. Whether, you know, it's that I'm holding space for someone else. I am also feeling nourished by the experience because I feel that is my calling. That is my gift to the world. And so when you are examining, what is my strength? Maybe my strength is making awesome chocolate chip cookies because it feeds people and it makes them happy. I mean, do you know anyone who eats a chocolate chip cookie and is grumbly? I mean, seriously, no. And if they're grumbly, they got something else going on. It's not the chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> so um, yeah, strength, my friends. This is, this is the, the, the deal of the day. So I am going to pull a card to close this episode. Um, I could talk about the Four of Pentacles, but that's like a whole other conversation. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll talk about Four of Pentacles in the next episode because it is about money. And um, I want to talk about scarcity mindset. You know, recently I did a, a money mindset makeover workshop where we talked about the stories that we tell ourselves about money. And how can we shift them away from scarcity and into abundance? So that's like a whole other episode. All right, my friends. So one more shuffle. I've been having a little... Oh, that that, that was a good one. That was a good one. Okay. And so this deck is spread out. We're going to look for a card that feels like it wants to come forward. I got one over here and let's see, we have, oh, what a beautiful card. Oh, this deck, every time I pull a card, I'm like, what a beautiful card. Even if I've seen it a bazillion times and, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, I love this card, blah, blah, blah. Um, Okay, so this card is the Page of Swords. The artwork, the image is of a young woman who is dressed in jeans rolled up to her ankles? It looks like a denim jacket or a blue blazer um, with a white collared shirt and a orange-ish sweater underneath. She looks very um, hip <laughs> as far as her outfits go. She's holding a book, and she is also holding four balloons that are in the shape of light bulbs that are, they look like they are pulling her upwards while she balances on a stick that is laying across a gap between two rocks, I guess, or two, like, it's there's a gap in the land and there's two birds that are flying around her head. Um, so here we go. Page of Swords is restless energy, curiosity, a thirst for information learning new things an apprentice or student intellectual pursuits ideas and reasoning and a messenger Uh aha i like this one curious and intelligent this page has a thirst for knowledge that seems unquenchable i know that because i am that person i'm a life like lifelong student love to learn she's an incredibly quick-witted communicator and she's often compelled to share her many ideas or messages with others. Huh, sounds like me. <laughs> At times she's as talkative that it becomes too much for others to process. Yep, I've had that experience. And her intense intense energy can come across as unsettled or even nervous. Hmm, yeah, other people might think that, but I'm just super excited. She suggests using an air of inventiveness in your current pursuit. Hmm. Your goals will be met by walking a path of honest discovery, especially where others are concerned. Keep the light bulbs of curiosity turned on Mm-mm. and cultivate a beginner's mind set. Oh, cultivate a beginner's mindset as you strive to learn new things. Avoid falling into gossip or even arrogance with your communication. In shadow, this page can be all talk and no action. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Remember that everyone who crosses your path has something specific to teach you, wasn't I just talking about that and that mirrors oh and that mirrors are all around Mm-hmm. remain open to unexpected lessons share truthfully and delight in every interaction I love that word delight so here's the mantra I learn and I expand my new consciousness and I open up new opportunities for my life this sounds like me y'all Like I'm all about learning and I love sharing the knowledge that I learn. And when I say learning, it's not just book learning. It's not just like online course learning. It's embodied knowledge. It's like lived experience kind of learning and knowledge. So for example, um, you know, yoga is an amazing learning experience whether you are just a yoga student or you go into yoga teacher training it's just like ah and then that leads to another thing another thing and then this whole world opens up and it's just like there's so much to learn and what I am learning as I get older is that I really don't know anything (laughs) the more I learn the more I'm like wow I really know just a drop in the bucket of the vastness that is the universe Um, But anyway, so my friends, this is my message for you today. Go learn, go expand. And if you want to reach out to me and just connect and say, hey, what's up? You can email me at Surya, oh, sorry, Leslie Ann at SuryaGhian.com. And until next time, I wish you a fantastic rest of your day. And we will close the practice, the practice, the episode like we always do. The divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Until next time, namaste. If you're feeling like fighting the good fight is bringing you down and hope is starting to fade, grab my free seven-day meditative challenge, Spark Joy in Chaos, by signing up for my newsletter, which will be more light, your inbox. Go to suriageon.com slash subscribe.